If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Yo, 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 it's your boy Los Lawrence 718, and I just skipped class with the progress report. You think? The progress report. What's up, y'all? It's your girl DJ Excel, and this is a new episode of Skipping Class brought to you by the Progress Report. We have an artist with us today, Los Lawrence 718. Yay, yay. How you doing? Feeling great, feeling great on this lovely Friday. I can't complain, can't complain. Could always be worse. Yes, my boy just got off the road. Now Uh you can relax the rest of the weekend in ATL. A little something, you know, the show coming up. And we also got a video shoot tomorrow and Sunday. So it's working. Hell yeah. Okay, let's talk about your name first. Because I I thought your name was really dope. Like once um, I started listening to your music and everything. Los Lawrence 718. Tell me about your name. Well, previously I had a name, but I had to switch it. Kind of like how Cardi B and the different people have to switch their name based upon maybe a lawsuit or another company. So that particular company didn't want us to rock out based upon the music we put now. So I'm like, yo, we wear a lot of polo anyway. If people don't know, one of the low lives, you know, you double L, two L's up. We wear a lot of polo, so I said, well, we're gonna do a little bit from the old name, shorten the name from Carlos to Los. Lauren, and I'm from the Bronx, New York City, mm-hmm. 718. So Los Lauren, 718, plus Ralph Lauren, where he's from, the Bronx. Yes. So what was your first, what was the first name? Carlos Ferragamo. Oh, you sound like you was part of the mafia. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the, the story for that name is that I went to FAMU, right? Yeah. Florida a University. Yeah. When I got there, I had no facial, I had straight long hair, so all the girls used to think I was Dominican. So they'd be like, yeah. oh, Papi, Carlos, Carlos. So they'd be braiding my hair in front of the doors or whatnot like that. And at that time, I had got a pair of shades, uh, the Ferragamo shades, mm-hmm. and nobody was up on that on the campus. They'd be like, oh, all right. So I was like, when you think about marketing, you think about branding, what's oh, yeah. trendy, what's catchy. I mean, everybody was little this, young this. They already called me Carlos, you know what I'm saying? The Spanish people rock with me, everybody from the Bronx, so the Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, they rock with me, Carlos, and that's how I put it together. But by me not having that knowledge back then to go do the name search, this and the third, we had that, and I was actually in federal court with that. Mm -hmm. Like real, no BS, the federal court, the one you could go in, you gotta leave your cell phone in the car, Mm -hmm. can't even go with a book of matches. My mother went with me, she came from the north to the south, because the way we had it at that court, and we almost went to jail because she had a book of matches in her purse. Wow, damn. No cap. Trying to support her baby, you see? Nah, <laughs> nah. Well, here's, here's the other twist. I had so much going on, it was like, all right, I need you to manage this while I do this. And she happened to be in town taking care of a few things oh, okay. I need to do. And she was like, I want to go. I was like, oh, yeah. we're going to see you in. Well, I like, I like Los Lauren. And um, I feel like shortening it sounds dope, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, that sounds like a, a longer name, you know what I mean? But yeah. shout out to you. Thank so, you, thank you. So, we can definitely hear the New York in you. Oh, yeah? Talk to me about your um, upbringing, just growing up in Bronx, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you say Bronx, that's one section of New York City. So, New York City is all five boroughs. Yeah. Uh, Bronx, a lot of Hispanic people, speaking people, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if you don't, no, a little bit of Spanish, you're kind of handicapped. It's like not having an arm or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, birthplace of hip-hop, groomed in it, 
bull race. You see? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> see the person walk in, you know they had yeah, a Yeah, that's the owner. He, he he rep New York all day, yep. every day. So um You see his hat, look. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> BX veteran. But um, you know, well, most people did play basketball. Being that we was heavy in the hip hop, we used to always battle, have cyphers, things of that nature. Not so much like Harlem, they like to be fresh. Brooklyn, Bronx, we always go back and forth, who's the roughest, who's the toughest. But I mean, me, I'd rather get, be successful, I'd rather get to the cheese, man. Yeah. That, shh, going to court stuff for the birds, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy because I'm from Pennsylvania and okay. I be trying to tell my folks out here in Atlanta, like, yo, up north, black people know a little bit of Spanish too. Like, yeah. it's, it's really, we all, the same, the same culture, yeah, right. man. They don't get it up here, but you know, you just gotta be from there to really understand. Now, do you adapt from time to time with some of the slang words down here? Because I know in PA they use the John, but the John could mean anything. <laughs> Y'all was at the John, that could be the bathroom. Yeah. I was at the John, that's the club. Hell Yo, yeah. Yo, you got the new Johns on, the new shoes. Hell yeah. It's My, I had a hype man down there, and he actually had a song called John. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, but I lived in Atlanta for eight years, so I'm adapting uh -huh. here too. So, I see. you know what I'm saying? But um, I want to shout out um, some artists from the Bronx, uh -huh. okay? Just so people can really understand who came from the Bronx, all uh -huh. right? Big pun, correct Punisher. me if, correct me if I'm wrong for anybody. Fat Joe, yep. Remy Ma, mm -hmm. Cardi B, Ice Spice, yep. Lil TJ, mm -hmm. Capella Gray. Yep. These are newer artists. B Love, K Flock, French Montana. Yep, Montana. Yeah. KRS-One from the Bronx. That's a fact. Swiss Beats. Yes. God. Most definitely. Damn. To grow up, to grow up around that. How was it like knowing these people is straight from like down the block. I mean, it's a super dope thing. I mean, Fat Joe, you would see him in the Bronx. Out of all the artists, Fat Joe was the most accessible. You'll see him shopping for a pair of sneakers mm -hmm. on Fordham. He used to even have a store. Yeah. And in fact, I ran into Fat Joe at Big Pun's Wake. It's a funny story about them. When I was like a little kid, and so he's praying about a casket. And so my my other homie is with me. He kind of soft, though. He like, ah, well, uh, I don't think we should take a picture. I'm like, fuck that, yo. I'm about to take this picture real quick because that's our hometown hero. I mean, I'm just taking a picture. Yeah. We we can't really get up close. But first, I listened to him. So I said, he might know something a little more better than I know because these test squad niggas came through like 30 deep on our block. This is wow. where the Ortez is at, is on our block. I'm like, eh, they know something we don't know. Cool. i like, yo, Joe, can I take a picture? He turned around, who want to take a picture, shorty? <laughs> I do. Oh, no, nah, no, no pictures. No, he, he was like, you know, I had the super baby face back yeah. then. You know, I was a kid. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, no pictures. I was like, all right, all right. And so he turned around. Click, 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 click. <laughs> I left. But funny story about that. You can tell, like, sometimes people's spirits live on. As soon as I got back to the crib. So at that time, Big Punch's first song, single was uh, I'm Not a Player. I still crush a lot. Not the remix with Joe. Yeah, yeah. So I was playing in the crib. My darling, darling, baby. Okay. And the wind came through the window. The match it, yo, my darling, like with the blue, the breeze, like, do, 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 do. I said, oh, <laughs> I say, yo, they say pun used to be a big trickster or whatnot. So I was like, I, I see you though, you know what I'm saying? Hard. You're knocking it though. That's hard. Yeah. yeah, I definitely heard that uh, Fat Joe was like definitely a, a gangster oh, back in the day. He's, like, a real, he he's, a real no he's the real deal, but you know, yesterday's price is not today's okay. price. So he's a changed man. I'm gonna say that to, you know, give him his flowers, but he's definitely super hip hop. Uh, 
He's the real deal. Yeah, and rest in peace, though. pun. And um, yeah, I love his growth and mm-hmm. him just growing as a man. So tell me one lesson the Bronx has taught you. Uh, always keep your head on the swivel. At the end Period. of the day, another thing it told me is never take a person's word by face va- face value. You can hear something, trust but verify. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are running different scams at the end of the day. You don't want to be that person to get bamboozled. Even in the music business, always read your paperwork. Trust that it. gut instinct. That's one of the things that told me to stay sharp. You never know. Cause, you know that one day you slipping, you slicking, you be out of here. Yeah, man, I'll be saying in this paperwork, like these contracts, why not just make it simple terms? Why we don't understand 40% of these words in here? It's a little because iffy. people don't choose to read. I mean, they have this nice nifty thing called the Black's Law Dictionary. Mm, okay. You crack it open, it tells you every term. If you want to read the thing, you could compare and contrast line by line. Oh, it said this, adjudication. Oh, it said this, is whether or not you take the time to read. Most That's times when you have a contract, and this is how you can tell whether or not it's a good contract or a bad contract, are you rushing me to sign it? Mm, right. Like, yo, we need this figured out by today by so t- we can get moving. What? Right. If you need it by today, why you didn't let me know before I came over here so I could make some ample arrangements? Facts. So that's key number one. Yeah. Knowing that something is fishy, something is shaky. So yeah. you have to be able to do your, do your own research and trust me, verify. Especially when you're talking about the industry, what's one of the things? Well, don't never want to have a person offer you the lawyer. Why? That lawyer could be in cahoots with that label or whoever individual it is. You want to get your own separate lawyer and maybe have a lawyer for the lawyer compare and contrast what they say, take the best, leave the rest, and then make a decision from there. Yeah, nah, that's a fact, but like, let's be honest, a lot of people from our culture don't know one lawyer, and a lot of times it's not entertainment lawyers, that's you true. know what I mean? And then, like you said, you just asking for advice, like, hey, who would y'all recommend? And right. they don't recommend a homeboy that done did business right. for 15 years with them. A personal industry, industry, injury lawyer is not an <laughs> industry lawyer. That's, okay. that, is, that is a fact, but... The dope thing now that we didn't have back in the day, we have Google. Yeah. Then you also have the review page. You can check people out, do your homework, you know, as a. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But Jay May would say, do your homework. Yo, it's no excuses. It's no excuses not to get the get the right shit. But we're gonna get to that though. Yeah. But um, so what artist has inspired you as a rapper growing up? I love old, I love new, but definitely my favorite MC is A Z. Okay. He's around with Nas, Life's a B. Yeah. Part of the firm. People I love to listen to now, Nipsey Hustle. I still bang his taste even all the way from Bullets Ain't Got No Name. Uh like K Flock, Favi, you know, that's hometown, NY City, you know, I'm playing that all day. But it's a hodgepodge of the legends and, and the current mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I listen to your music, you're giving me very much New York influence. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the new, like, the drill vibes of New York? I like it. You need some dichotomy, some diversity. Mm-hmm. But for me, I can do that music as well, but. I'm not in that same space. I'd rather get money. I don't want to pull up on my ops, shoot up at the block. I'm like, ah. Yeah. I'd rather be curled up with some softness and pop a nice bottle of champagne on somebody's <laughs> island, putting another stamp on my passport. 
Yo. Drilling with the ops. I'm from New York City where they ask you what time it is and you look down, they cut you in the face with a razor blade. We're not trying to do no drills. It's you coming out of high school, you got the wrong color on, it's 50 bloods running down because you got a blue coat on and it looked like a, a ocean coming at you like shh. Where they beat you up so bad, you got one shoe down the block and the other shoe down the other block, the next day you stop gangbanging. Shit. <laughs> I done seen it happen. Yo, I feel that. from cuz to being, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> nah, I feel that and I respect you even saying that because yeah. it is part of growing, even like how we were saying with Fat Joe and even like when um, Jay-Z dropped that 444 album, right. it was like, yo, it's okay to be a grown man, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And like you said, I'd rather be on the island sipping some champagne right. too, so I ain't mad at that. Thanks. Um, You've been working for a long time. I went back and just seen like you're really consistent with your music. Are you signed? No. You independent. G-O-D signed me. That's okay, about period. It. Okay. Do you mm. want to be signed? I would say yes because there's only so much you could do on an independent independent budget. Mm -hmm. And the reason why most people sign, even speaking of the late Nipsey Hustle, Nip Hustle the Great, they have the marketing dollars where they could just go and push the button. This is it, you lit. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can make a living, you can make you know, a quarter million dollars, a million dollars a year, being independent. There's a lot of artists that's doing it, but if you want to touch the masses and hit globally, yeah. you're going to need somebody to turn on that faucet for you and juice you up and get you right. Nah, so I ultimately, yes, I do. Okay. And it also allows you to have access to different producers, different studios, different festivals, whereas if you do everything independent, you might not have that ready-made access to take part in these different activities. Yeah, it's those relationships that come with those All labels facts. sometimes. You know what I mean? But you being unsigned, mm -hmm. you actually have made a lot of noise. You know what I mean? So correct me if I'm wrong, you were on the source unsigned hype? Yep. How'd you get on that? Working hard, they had Hell a freestyle yeah. contest as well, and when they had different people voting and I happened to win at the same time I was in FAMU's uh, Journey magazine as a result of that and then just like we were laughing about I'm like oh crap you happen to have the double XL magazine I happen to be in with Lotto on the front y'all we got the double yeah. he just flexed on us y'all peep that real quick ah yeah so we actually do have the double XL magazine brand new I think it came out in December yeah. Lotto's on the cover you're on page like what seven twelve yeah. one of the first few yeah and how'd you get that just working, like you said, staying consistent. I mean, yeah. it's a blessing. Hopefully, I can actually grace the cover on the front one day, like Lotto is, you know what I'm saying? But until then, I take what I can get. Just keep working, study grinding, and you know, do time. Hard work pays off. Yo, I grew up on the Source and XL, so that's, that's major. And even though a lot of stuff went digital, like, just to see it, they still producing magazines and right. got artists on there, that's super big. Yeah, they're quarterly now instead of monthly. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so talk to me about winning the Coast to Coast mixtapes, music videos showcase, correct? Mm -hmm. Three times. Yeah, back to back. My boy working, okay? Uh, that was back then we were going super hard. I had like a, a consistent team. We would shoot a video and put it out. And one of my guys who is from FAMU, his name is Marvin McNeil. He used to always be big on the internet stuff. Me, I like to live in the flesh. Like, mm -hmm. my man, as you already see in the background, he got my iPhone. I don't even know how to work that joint. I had that joint for like two years. I just bought it to shoot a music video in Mexico because he didn't, he didn't have his passport at the time, you know? So <laughs> I had to make something shake. But I deal in the flesh, whereas he was heavy with the internet. 
And he was cool. He was like, yo, this particular place is having this competition. I said, well, we shoot music videos already. Let's just put them in the atmosphere and see what works. Yeah. And the people took to them and we happened to win three times in a row. Yo, that's the thing. People don't get it. Sometimes you just got put in the work and you don't know where you're going to get awards from. You don't know who's going to acknowledge you, but somehow it's being seen. You know what I mean? That consistency definitely, definitely works. And just taking a chance. Like, Gillian Wallow have, with Timberland, a million dollars worth of game mm-hmm. uh, contest where he sent out the beat. Literally, we left from getting a haircut. I walked across the street. Not walked across the street. I whipped across the street because I had to go take this other car to the other location to get the other car so I could bring it back anyway. I went and recorded the freestyle to the beat, and we're going to shoot a video for that while we're here and submit it to them. They only really want the audio, but hey, take the opportunity, put it out there. Hell Shout out yeah. to G- GDK, Gilly DK. I did what you said. You came into the store, was like, I said, Gilly, what can, you, what can I do to make it in rap? He said, listen here, young boy. <laughs> Don't give up. Keep spinning. That's back then when he had the big platinum MF chain on, looking yeah. glittery. I'm like, who is this guy? I've never seen a platinum chain in my life. Yeah. He came through, gave me that bit of advice, and, you know, I'm here now. You yeah. know, I got gold with some diamonds in, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, not Bro, don't like have Gil, to humble you know, yourself for no platinum but, but, now. But, but, like, you good. I'm going to get there, Gil. I'm going to get there, man. It's crazy because a lot of artists, and even for me, like, DJs, they want to know, like, what's the secret? And really, it's just putting work. in that damn work. And I hate to say it, and people hate to hear it, but it's really, like, no secret. And be up on, like, you think there's a secret? You made that face. Here's here's why I say that is the the key secret is that you can't skip the steps. Right. So I know a lot of homeboys from back home, whatever like that, people that dibble dabble, you know, that's on the dark side. All right, if I got a million large in street money and I come in and say, I'm paying this producer 50, this, 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 what you have already done, you haven't built a relationship, you become a, a bank for somebody else. So every time you want to get something done, you're going to have to pay pay, 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 and nobody's gonna respect you based upon your craft. Yeah. So you can't really pay your way in the industry contrary to people's popular belief. You have to go out, do the shows, network, and things of that nature. Plus, let's be real, people love the underdog. Mm-hmm. So if you came out, I got the Phantom, I got the jury on, okay, you got all that, why am I buying your album for? Why am I supporting you? Plus, what you rap about in your songs, Phantoms and Maybachs and this and the third, I can't relate to. The that. key to impacting the people and touching the reach of the people is making music that's relatable. Mm-hmm. And that's how you hit your audience. Now, you can streamline and say, okay, I write for the ballers, recite for the ballers. That's it. But if you want Johnny that's in the ghetto to kind of pick it up, maybe talk about how you used to be him. And then reel him in with that extra sauce when you talk about, yeah, I got this, or my watch this, that, and the third. Yeah, we definitely want here to come up, not just like yeah. you rich already. God damn, we've been working our the ass whole thing, off. <laughs> tell you the half the story, the rest you fill it in. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. All right. So you have been releasing singles consistently. Like mm-hmm. I look every few months. Are you working on an album? Well, right now we have the new EP getting to drop March twenty second, and it's actually called Success Is Not for the Lazy. So it goes back to what we're talking about, staying consistent. And what I've been doing is building up a series. So the first one was Allergic to Failure. That was the mixtape, mm-hmm. how we had to come back and let people know we're still working after that Fed case. Then I dropped a couple of a love project where I wanted to try my hand at a concept album, where it literally is like an audio book. If you play from start to finish, it talks about you meet the girl, da-da-da-da-da, break up, then you get back together, boom. But 
Success is not for the lazy is to build the platform for the next following release, which is actually a full-length album, okay. and that's called Addicted to Success. I love how a lot of stuff um, you talk about is really positive, and it even starts in the brand, in the mind, you know, mm -hmm. that you got to think positive. You do have a brand. What's your brand called? Like Allergic to Failure. Allergic, allergic to, to failure. failure. Got a little bit of everything. Talk about that. Uh, allergic to Failure was actually a company that I started with a few college friends, things of that nature, and we was like, yo, we want to do something that um, enriches the community, empowers people to do better about themselves. So we came up with the thing, Allergic to Failure. I got with one of my guys. It's funny, he was actually signed to Universal. So yo, I need me a few logos. We went through, did a focus group, and we chose the best one and been running with it ever since. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Yes, but as a hip hop artist or just a musician, one thing I noticed is that when people do their merch is they put their name on the shirt, they put their name on the hat. But if I rap too, I don't want to wear your shit, man. Yeah. I'm not you. Yeah. But if you come up with a dope slogan or a company logo that can go with something, people can relate to it. So, allergic to failure. And that's why you see we got the germ on it. <laughs> okay. See? Yeah. So, the print, the logo is actually a germ. Okay. Nah, I rock with it. it it's um, allergic to fail failure and addicted to, to success. Right. And then, like I said, it's kind of like a trilogy. So, the mixtape, the album... But then the book, which is actually being composed now, is called mm. Only Believers Achieve Success. Wow. So that's the slogan. I actually went back and I trademarked that. Allergic to failure, addicted to success, only believers achieve success. Wow. So is that like a personal help book or is it like actually a story? It's telling you from day one when I finally, when I got into hip hop, it's the ropes to skip ropes to know for how to get to where I'm at at the present point in time. But gotcha. they may be a follow-up because what? You're I'm still growing. alive, so I mean, I'm still working. So the story's not over. progressing, y'all. You're gonna keep progressing. Yeah. All right, can you talk about, I heard you talking about this. I just want you to elaborate a little bit. You talked about pitfalls that come along with success, like your friends becoming your enemies. Oh. And I, family. I mean, the, the butcher coming. <laughs> I mean, Benny already said it the best, even Nip said it too. Everybody mm -hmm. can't go. I mean, here's, here's the main thing that comes with success and as you move further in the, in the, along in life is that the same people that you wanted to be there who ultimately turned their back because they didn't believe or needed somebody else to validate, they drop out the air like Burr-ish. Yeah, <laughs> like, facts. oh, yo, remember me? Yo, I, got, I could write a verse. Yo, I got a man. Da, da. Yo, but I remember when I asked you just to hand out a uh, uh, flash drive with some music on it to your friend or you know DJ so-and-so pass it off or here buy his t-shirt or even just make a donation you wasn't really with it I asked you to come out to the show you really wasn't with it you was watching Monday Night Football you was gambling or using the strip club now all these people want to come to you all of a sudden your magical cousins and aunts and stuff they want to hold money it's like yo check this out even homeboys I had a homeboy came to me like yo geez I need to hold some bread you know, my wife and my da-da-da-da-da. I said, okay, how much is it? I gave it to him the first time. The second time, he came back, asked me for some more bread. I say, oh, 
Where am I get the Where am I get the bread back? Will my wife get a tax return? Okay. As a businessman, I know by time value of money, a bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. And if inflation is over four percent, right? Let's go. Let's right? go. <laughs> that means I'm losing money, lending you money, and then you probably don't want me to add interest on it. Oh, he ain't paying. Then you interest. said it, it, yeah. then it's not you paying me when my wife get her taxes back. Then you in another state. I can't. Well, I can, but it would not be beneficial. I would lose money to come over there to smack the shit out of you for taking my money and running. <laughs> So no, so I say, yo, check this out. Jeez, you got a wife, you got kids. If I lend you this cheese, if I come to your house, your wife better bring me slippers when I come in. If it's time for you and your family to eat, <laughs> I should be served first. You know why? Because as a man, you're supposed to provide for your family. If I'm providing for your family, then guess what? I'm the king of your castle. You think you wanted any more money from me? No. Damn, you done took that man pride and real. <laughs> Just like I, I tell... Just like I tell my man Jock all the time, like, you have a person tell you, all right, I'm going to call you at 5 o'clock. All right, you missed that? All right, you know, I messed up. All right, cool, the next day. All right. Be like, yo, geez, don't you have a son? Yeah. I, 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 think, I think your son got another mommy because men keep their word. Mm. Let me get you a personal skirt. Mm, damn. We hold it down. If I tell you the time, unless it's an act of God, if it's under my control, I'm going to be the person... To adhere to my obligation. Yeah, your word is your bond. You know fact. what I'm saying? So I definitely respect that. You definitely sound like you a New York motherfucker <laughs> talking <laughs> like that. You, yeah, you said have my uh, slippers at the door. I feel that. That's a fact. If I'm paying all the bills <laughs> in your house and I don't live there, you got a wife and children. Yeah. That's my house. Yeah, I ain't right? mad at it. So before we head out. First of all, I want you to explain to someone who never heard your music why they should listen to you. In this new age of uh, microwavable hip-hop, I make hip-hop, but I also do R&B, rap, pop too. Breath of Fresh Air, what you're going to get is witty lyricism, authentic content. I don't prevaricate. Maybe just a little bit. I can say that because I do clean music and I'm not a shooter out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm a nerd, man. <laughs> I'm a nerd. DA can't use this in court. Okay. Something you could love. It's going to be entertaining. And I got something for all seasons, all reasons. You know? Y'all better check them out. So I want to talk about one last thing because this just happened recently and I wanted to get your input on it. Mm -hmm. Hip-hop is like one of the only genres that makes it seem like it's only a young person's game. Uh-huh. Right? Probably because hip-hop is so fairly new, you know. But just a few weeks ago at the Grammys... A lot of people that are really seasoned in the game have won some awards, so I want to go Killer over Mike. that. Jelly yeah. Roll, a lot of people didn't know. Jelly Roll's an older dude making waves on the country music scene. He's actually a dope rapper, too. Yeah. White boy, he's fire. So, for best rap album, Killer was Mike. it, like you said, Killer Mike, he's 48. Best new artist was Victoria Monet. She mm -hmm. was, she's 34. And then the songwriter of the year was 41. Producer of the year, 39. Best rap song of the year, 48. Killer Mike. Killer Mike, and then um, so other features on there was 48 and 40, Future Andre. and um, Andre 3000. Yeah. All right. So how do you feel about that, and do you feel like that made a mark in hip-hop today? Like, it, it changed the game a little bit. It's funny. We, I was just clowning about that when I went to the cigar shop the other day. It all boils down to experience. The young people got to look at you, the students. Those are the senseis. Mm -hmm. It's the reason why Jay-Z or Drake can out-rap other people because they have skin in the game. 
mastered the craft over 10,000 hours. That's the difference. They have experience and they work with a plethora of people where they have also been able to leverage their experience. That's the difference when it mm-hmm. comes to that. Um, the person was like, yo, geez, uh, the Grammys, it really don't make a difference. And that's just a whole bunch of old people. But you have to think, you're looking at music as a face value, can you jam in the club? They're thinking about the nuances. Is that snare pan from left to right? Is there more reverb over there? Did you They're looking at all the small things where you listen to, yeah, I got some heavy bass, I can ride to the car. It's two different things. Like you said, it's not microwave music. Right, it's two different things. Also, you say, oh, the Grammys don't matter. I said, well, Killer Mike, streams and sales went up 700%. He just got on the breakfast club and said that his show price, ticket price, that people had to pay him went up by 20 grand. So if the Grammys don't matter and I get a chance to not only put this nice little shiny trophy on the wall, I get a chance to put this sticker endorsement on here. And guess what? There are millions and millions of artists that's never been heard. I'm recognized by the world, by this organization here of nothing but the elites. Yeah. I mean, let's not act like- I think that holds a lot of weight. (laughs) Let's not act like it don't, you know what I mean? But all right, lastly, you know our platform is called the Progress Report. What yeah, does yeah. progress mean to you? Go for elevation. Period. Yep. That's it. Well, thank you. I appreciate you for pulling up on us. Appreciate you. All right, let's get it. You already know two L's up. Pragata. The Progress Report. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.